Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, promoting pathological positivity today at Live on Purpose Radio. And I have a wonderful guest with me, as always. This is your first appearance at Live on Purpose Radio, right? Yes, it is. Awesome. Is your mic on? Let's try that again. This is your first appearance at Live on Purpose Radio, right? Yes, it is. Hey, we heard you that time. (laughs) Working out a few technical things. This is my good friend and fellow speaker, Jeannie Siskometh. Yes. Welcome. Thank you so much. Jeannie, you have developed a name for yourself, and not just because it ends in math, (laughs) although you probably hear that all the time. Oh, yes. (laughs) And deal with it. Anyway, um, you have recently published a book called Bully Proofing You. Yes. And uh, in this book, you're addressing some of the issues that particularly young people can apply to create a stronger sense of self and really a more bully-proof person within themselves. Yes. Is that a fair summary? Yeah, it is. As a high school teacher, I realized you will never control someone else. The mm-hmm. only person you control is yourself. Right. And I can control how I react to what you say to me, but I cannot control what you say to me. That's right. And I think that's the biggest problem with the message of bullying in society today. They try to tell people what they can and can't say. Right. You'll never control that. Well, especially if we're trying to reach those who are doing the bullying. Right. Already, their mind is in a place where they're probably not open to the (laughs) input and the advice and the wise counsel that we could give them. So your approach is a little different. You're saying, hey, get inside of yourself and address whatever you need to at that level. Correct. To make yourself more bully-proof. And then people can continue to bully all they want. Right. But it doesn't tip you over. Right. Exactly. Mm. Perfect. I remember when I was joining the military, I was excited. I loved the army and I wanted to leave. And my mom's objection to me was that if I ever had children, that the other kids could tell my children, well, your mama wears combat boots. (laughs) And it would be true. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, and what's wrong with that? Well, when she was growing up, that was like the worst thing you could ever say to someone. But to me, it was a compliment. All the your mama stuff. (laughs) You know what? And it's kind of funny when we talk about it at that level because it sounds so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But these things really get into kids' heads sometimes. And as as we were talking about earlier, tip them over. Yeah. That's yeah, just maybe a visual analogy for what happens when kids get bullied. So what have you learned about that? Let's dig into that a little bit. What I have learned is that your belief in self is so much more important than anyone else in what they say. When Mm. I decide what I believe and what I think about myself, it doesn't matter what you say because I will accept or reject it based on my belief. Right. If I'm not sure 
what I believe about myself, then I'm really open and vulnerable because I'm uh, looking for validation or I'm looking for input from others. And the problem arises when I'm vulnerable and I don't know who I am and what I stand mm. for. And some of that comes from parenting. Mm. And as parents, we always want the best for our children. Right. The problem is, is we get so busy telling our kids what to feel, think, do, say, that mm -hmm. we forget to let them decide who they are. So sometimes we set them up for that. Yeah, we do. Not intending to. No, obviously. no. Heavens no. But this is the beautiful thing about awareness, because as we become aware of it, then that puts us in a position of choice. Correct. And we Correct. can do something. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What you're saying really rings true to me psychologically because we have to have some standard, I guess, by which we measure ourselves. We're constantly, even at a subconscious level, asking, am I okay? Mm -hmm. Am I yes. doing well enough here? And unless we can answer that question ourselves, we're going to start looking outside of ourselves for those answers, and that's when we're vulnerable Correct. to the opinions Correct. and sometimes the bullying of other right, people. Right, yeah. And and everybody, we're all human. That's why we are mm -hmm. who we are. And with the, we, are, we do have vulnerable moments. Sure. And at that point, that's when you're aware of it, you can say, okay, I'm more vulnerable now. I need to be careful. I mm -hmm. need to be aware of what other people are saying and really filter it and really look at it. Uh, run it by someone else. You know, I was a high school teacher at an alternative high school, mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. had a girl come in to me once and say, everybody's calling me names. And mm. the first question I asked her was, is it true? And she said, well, yeah. And I said, then it's feedback. It's not bullying. So oh, sometimes you have to be aware of what signals you're putting out because mm -hmm. people pick up on those. And sometimes, personally, I'm not aware you know, I think I'm masking, I think I'm hiding, when in reality we're not. D talk about that just a little more, Jeannie. Feedback. What is feedback? What value does it have? Let's, let's go there for a minute. Okay. So feedback is when someone is telling me something about myself or their opinion. Okay. And, you always and that's more accurate, correct. isn't it? It's, it's their opinion. Or their experience, the way that they've chosen to share it. Yeah, their perspective. This is my experience of you. Mm -hmm. So it may not mean anything about you, really. Right, right. But it does mean something about how that person is experiencing you and what they choose to tell you about it. Right. Am right. I overanalyzing that? No, but you can go there real quick, yeah. real easy. But I don't, I'm a very analytical person also, and I me like too, to Me too, I'm a shrink. <laughs> People sometimes ask me at parties, and say, are you analyzing me? Yeah, yeah, that's what like, I do. Are you paying me? <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> that's the best response I've gotten so far. It is. Yes. But anyway, okay, so back to the feedback thing. Um, someone is giving you information that might have something to do with you, but we know for sure it has everything to do with how they're experiencing you. Correct. Or Correct. what their opinion is about. Right. Okay. And then I have the choice to listen to what they're saying, ignore what they're saying, or comb through it and filter through it and find out the truth, my little nugget of gold. 
there's something in there that I can look at. Maybe I do need to change a few things or you know what? I'm okay with the fact that I wear combat boots. Yeah, (laughs) because they're handy in combat. Right. (laughs) Or whatever your reason might be. Yeah, exactly. So you have a great mentor of mine, Dr. Jeff McGee, told me. I know. He's incredible. Mm -hmm. And he told me 10% of the people will love you no matter what you do. And 10% of the people will hate you no matter what you do. It's yeah, the 80% yeah. in the middle that you market to. And so every time mm. I get feedback or an opinion or a perspective from somebody, I always filter it through that. Even the ones that are, oh, you're so amazing. Your talk, oh, it just changed my life. And you're like, thanks, Thank Mom. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. That's the bad thing. Oh. <laughs> But what you're saying is figure out which group right. they're in. Yeah. Are, they, are they in my 10% die hard would love me no matter what fans? <laughs> yeah. Are they in the 10% that hate my guts no matter what? Or are they in this 80% that yeah. is waiting to be convinced right. one way or the other? And I just convinced mm-hmm. them that here's something that they can use to change their life. Those are the ones that make the most impact on yeah. me. Okay. I love it. So, so when this feedback comes in you can accept it reject it or analyze it yeah comb through it not spending too much time not over analyzing this but i had a mentor of mine who put it this way she said when you get this feedback so somebody tells you you're funny looking and Mm -hmm. stupid okay feedback i don't know (laughs) i'll check Right. This was her response. And yeah. she, and then she'd go inside of herself and say, okay, let me look. Am I funny looking? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I can live with that. Am I stupid? Hmm. It depends on well, what Well, there's subject. a lot of things I don't know. <laughs> right. But that's not resonating with me. It's real. I'm, I'm a pretty intelligent person. And then you can ask the next question. Well, what is it about me that has it, has me showing up as stupid for this person? And it might not be about me. It might be about them being judgmental Correct. or cruel. Correct. Um, so that's kind of what you mean by analyzing it. Correct. Take it in, comb through right. it, see where the nuggets of truth are. Right. What can I do with those that's helpful? And then move on. Right. Without getting stuck on it. Correct. Most people lashing out, and that's what bullying is. It's an outward sign of I'm in pain, I hurt, I don't feel well, and so you're going to feel bad also, and I'm going to make sure you're going to feel bad. That's really what right. bullying is. It, it It's like that misery loves company thing. Yeah, yeah. And I have found that too, Jeannie, when I've worked with people who are just, just mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They lash out. Oh, why? Because usually they're insecure about themselves Mm -hmm. and they're trying to assert their dominance or their control or whatever it is. And you see this in schools all the time. Oh, yes. Particularly junior high, but we see it in high schools and sometimes colleges. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes workplace corporations, (laughs) right? Sports teams. (laughs) Well, I wanted to bring that out too, because can we apply these same principles? Let's say that someone is feeling bullied in the workplace. We're not talking a kid. We're talking an adult. Yes. What have you noticed about that? I've noticed that bullying or intimidation, no matter where it is, is the same. The steps Mm. for 
dealing with it, the steps for handling it are the same, whether it's a student or an employee, whether it's a principal who's bullying or a manager. Mm. It's the same. You handle it the same. The first is awareness, Mm -hmm. being aware. How often is this happening? Or was I late today and I'm the fifth employee that's late today? But really, it was my first time being late. Mm-hmm. You know, so my boss is getting after me because you catch the I'm the fire fifth because, one. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm really, you know, this is not my pattern. It just happened today. Right. So again, finding out, you know, analyzing it a little bit and, and thinking about it. Instead, what happens is, is it's an emotional trigger. And when emotion is high, mm-hmm. intelligence is very low. And so when Mm. those words hit us and it causes an emotional reaction, our brain shuts off. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much truth to that. What you're talking about is actually a neurophysiological principle. Yeah, it is. Because the parts of your brain that control your fight or flight response Mm -hmm. are different from the ones that control thinking and logic and problem solving. Right. And, and there is an actual physiological shift in the blood flow. I mean, yeah, there we, is. we've shown there this is. through it's brain been documented. scans. Yes. Yeah. So that's why the last part of my book is about practicing how mm, to deal beautiful. with when that emotion comes up, how do I practice and move through it so that I can still think, or I have some planned responses that come up automatically that are habit. So right. I don't have to think about it. And, and I go in, there's, there's three chapters in there that just talk specifically on how to deal with fear and emotional responses. And this point that you make about practice is a real key because whatever we practice, we get better at. Right. right. Now that cuts both ways. Yes. What if I practice <laughs> being offended? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to get really right. good at it. Yeah. So when you retell your story and you're the victim all the time, you become a better victim. Right. Or if you empower yourself, you become more empowered. So we're going to hit some of those specific points as we come back from this break. Stick around. My name is Chris Crone, and thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. I became financially independent, starting from nothing, by the age of 26. My purpose is to financially liberate the captive. Are you searching for a realistic, proven system in real estate to create enough residual income to retire or fund your dreams? I invite you to learn about a passive, turnkey, proven system and approach to real estate where my team of 200 experts can do all the heavy lifting to create the freedom you're searching for. Visit www.liveonpurpose.strongbrook.com to get a free copy of my book, The Straight Path to Real Estate Wealth. Just enter the code FREE at www.liveonpurpose.strongbrook.com. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos 
and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com To be what we are and to become what we are capable of becoming is the only end of life. Robert Louis Stevenson Are you having fun, Jeannie? Oh, I'm having so much fun. Wonderful. That means we're doing it right. <laughs> and just a note for all of you listeners, if you're not having fun, you're probably not doing it right. <laughs> a big fan of having fun. Yes, yes. And, and we are here today. Now, we're talking about bullying, and there are some principles that you've discovered as you've worked with kids, and not just kids, because you... Sp- Speak too to yes. to community and corporate groups and Correct. church groups and people who want to bring you in to identify the principles that are behind this book that you've put out, Bully Proofing You. Yes. Highlight a few of them for us. And maybe especially with, I know we have a lot of parents who listen to our show. Okay. Maybe with something in mind about how am I going to help my child Yes. Who's going through this and what a common thing it is now, oh, unfortunately. Yes. yes. So step us yes. through that a little bit. Where would you okay. where would you coach people to go if this is an issue with my child? Let's start with that. Okay. The biggest step that I made or the biggest mistake, biggest trap I fell into as a parent when my child was being bullied mm. was trying to negate what the bully had said. No, that's not true. You're smart. You're good looking. Oh, All of that. That's you're such a, great a natural ad- reaction. Right. It's a total natural reaction. Because my opinion of my kid is not what the bully's opinion right, is. Right. Exactly. And so you want to pour all of your belief and faith and love on top of this child to get rid of the hurt. The problem. Try to counteract w- it. Right. Try yeah. to counteract it. Right? right. That's what all good parents do. The problem is, is that subconsciously. The child is thinking, wow, I must really be screwed up because my mom just spent five minutes telling me how great I am. Oh, boy. So what I learned, and this is from Jim Fay and Foster Klein, Love and Logic. They say those four magic words of, aren't you glad I don't believe that? Hmm. And when I started using those with my son, they were... It was a game changer. And the first few times I did it, I would say, aren't you so glad I don't believe that? And immediately they start saying, you're smart. You're, you know, and then I would, I would watch it in his face. Mm-hmm. When I said those words, he would be like, oh, he would just kind of perk up. And then I would immediately to go into how much I loved him, and he would just kind of start to close off again. Hmm. It was phenomenal. Wow. And the four words I taught him to use to other people were, thank you for sharing. Ah, your opinion. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) When somebody says something to you, the first response, you know, when you get emotional, and remember we talked about when emotion's high, intelligence is low. Mm -hmm. So those four easy words of thank you for sharing. You're not antagonizing. You're not putting it in their face. They're not being defensive. You're just moving on. And you don't have to fight or resist. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Thank you for sharing. Now, I'm not sure where this fits, Jeannie, and maybe this is a whole other conversation, but there is a difference. We're using the word bullying in kind of a generic way. Yes, yes. It can include everything from from kind of a mean-spirited teasing Mm -hmm. up through and including actual physical assault. Correct. We're going to handle all of those a little differently. Yes, you are. And I just, and we don't have to get into that necessarily as much as just acknowledging if there is actual physical assault, if there is damage to person or property, that is something that is against the law for one yes. thing. It yes. is a violation of, of a law in every state that I know of. And it's something that would require a different response. What we're talking about here is more right. of the verbal, yes, mean-spirited teasing, or or um, uh, what else would we call it? Knocking someone's books out of their hands on the way to class. Um, you know, the push and the push or the shove, not yeah. to where they you know are, are physically hurt, but just that intimidation factor. Intimidation. That yes. was one of the words that I was looking for. Yes. So. Let's just go on record saying if there is if there is threat to person yes. or destruction of property, that is something that needs to be handled very seriously and, and may yes. include involvement of law enforcement. I would say it definitely includes involvement of law enforcement. Let somebody know. Let someone know, to. right. So you go to the authorities, whether that's the principal, the school right. teacher, uh, the police talk to your parents, right? And and teach and train your kids that that is not acceptable, Correct. and it is something that we have to act on Correct. and take seriously, right? So, with the, setting that aside now for a minute, <laughs> let's go to the more common stuff, which Correct. is usually stuff that either doesn't get reported or it's something that um, a child might not feel like they can report because it's just. And it's also yeah. where bullying always starts. Right. It always starts with a look, and then it usually starts, then it moves into words, and then it moves into the pushing or the shoving, and, and then it moves into physical violence. To the violence. And so right. at any, any one of those sta- steps or stages, you can stop it. Right. By bullies attack people that are weaker than themselves right because they're afraid they're insecure they're having a bad day you know a myriad of reasons yeah and so if in that first moment when you are confronted you mm-hmm. say thank you for sharing or in my book i talk about asking a question well what'd you have for breakfast see we're trained from a very very young age to answer questions mm-hmm. and so when most bullying comes from that emotional brain, that reptilian brain, fight or flight. Right. And so when I'm asked a question, it moves me into my... To a different part of the brain. Correct. And so a lot of times that will circumvent it right there. And it changes the context. It does. So, so the strategies that we're suggesting here have to do with how I handle this inside of myself and Correct. respond to it. Because we're not going to change what the bully's doing. Correct. You're not. But your, not. your best chance of changing that dynamic is to change your part of it. Correct. Right. And if you go okay. into victim, oh my goodness, I am stupid, I am dumb, I am... Whatever it is that you're being called, you are now a fish on a hook. Yeah. So one of the worst things you can do is, no, nah, right. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it is. But it's just like you were saying with the parents, you have 
sometimes an initial reaction to it that's not necessarily going to help. Right. So, But the good okay. thing is, is that any bad decision can always be followed by a good decision. Right. And, you know, sometimes my students would think, well, because they'd made a bad decision, it has to be followed by a, a bad one. I say, no, you've made a bad one, now make a good one. And so yeah. just because, because it, you know, if, if a bully confronts you and you handle it badly, it's okay. You'll probably have another chance to handle it again. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. That's so go the home, practice, about, yeah. you know, practice with your friends. I talk about that in my book too. Practice, find somebody that you can practice with. So that it becomes more right, natural. So that it becomes more natural. Yeah. I mean, everybody's gone through this. Somebody says something to you, you have no idea what to say, and then an hour, 30 minutes to an hour later, you have all of these responses popping up, right? Mm-hmm. I could have said this, I could have said that. That's what I'm talking about. Practice yeah. those. Practice those, you're going to yeah. have another chance. <laughs> yep, it's coming around That's again. That's <laughs> right. And as you practice, your confidence builds. Yes. And I'm, I'm realizing as you're talking about this, communication is so important. If we can open up those lines of communication between parents and kids, for example, yes. you can have this conversation over the dinner table. Yeah, you can. What could you say? What? Well, let's think of a few things right. together. Let's practice those things. Right. Oh, that wouldn't work because... The, okay, well, let's work out something else. Let's right. find something that feels more natural, more... Um, right. More like something that you would actually say and have the practice together. Yeah, exactly. Jeannie, you said something during our break and our listeners didn't get to hear it. <laughs> but you commented about how one of the biggest bullies exists right inside your own head. Yes. <laughs> what are we going to do with that one? <laughs> okay, yes. That's um, one of the biggest bullies is that self-doubt. Mm. You know, the little voice inside yeah, your own head. the little voice inside your head that says you're not smart enough, you're not good enough. Mm. You, why would anyone listen to you? And these are my own voices. I'm saying. Oh, you've heard these. I, oh, yes. Uh-huh. You know, every time I sit down to make sales calls, <laughs> why would they ever want to talk to you? Right. And it still surprises me when they're like, "We would love to have you come." <laughs> really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you you have to learn to say thank you for sharing to that voice. To that voice. Stop. And sometimes I'll smack my hand on my desk or I'll clap my hands together or I'll put a hand up and I'll say stop. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing. What can I really do? What am I what is my goal here? What is my purpose? What am I trying to achieve? What's right. my first step? Get more clear about your right. purpose. Right. And then you just take action. You take action and you make it happen. Yeah. Whatever you can do to counteract that, that bullying voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love your strategy. Stop. Thank you for sharing. And that's a little weird to say to yourself, <laughs> right? It is, but you have to. It's kind of like that classic little... Do you remember the shoulder angel and the shoulder <laughs> yes. devil in the cartoons? You <laughs> yeah, know? it is. And they're saying different things. Too. And you got more than one voice going on. Yeah. Which one do you want to listen to? Mm-hmm. You get to pick. You get to pick. You, yeah, you yeah. control that. And so many people don't realize that. They think, they think that little voice is something else or some divine wisdom, mm-hmm. which sometimes it is. But if it's being negative to you, it is not. 
Right. <laughs> Usually it mine sounds sense. like my mom. <laughs> uh, interesting. <laughs> you can't do that, right? Yeah. And and when you stop it, then you give a chance for the real you, the empowered you to come through. Yeah. I've I've used a similar strategy for myself, but my strategy was I don't think so. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's my acknowledgement that, hey, that's just a little voice, and it's not saying what serves me best right now. Right. So um, nice try. Yeah, that's all. And it not doesn't today. matter the words. It's just you got to interrupt it. Tony Robbins talks about that pattern interrupt. Yeah. You know, you've got to stop it now and find your higher and better purpose. Right. So we've, we've covered some ground here today. Yes. How to coach our kids when they're being faced with this. Mm-hmm how to bully-proof yourself, mm-hmm. and watch out for that subtle bully that exists inside your own mind. Yes. That's constantly giving the little commentary. Do the interrupt. Right. And get yourself on a little better track. Yes. That's awesome. So, Jeannie, you share this message with all kinds of groups. Yes. And there may be some of our listeners who are resonating with this and thinking, hey, would love <laughs> to have her come speak to our group. How do they get a hold of you? Thank you so much for asking. They go to bullyproofingyou.com. Okay, bullyproofing you. That is the title of your book, too. Yes, it is. And they is. can get the book there? Yep, they can get the book there. Awesome. They can sign up for my newsletter. I do a weekly newsletter and okay. uh, I do a blog. Um, they can contact me. My email's on there, my phone number's on there. And you'll have a conversation with anyone who's open to this message. Anyone. So, anyone. Schools, Ple- corporate groups, yeah. community groups, churches. Right. Beautiful. I get grants. So, you know, if you're a nonprofit and you don't have any money to pay me, please don't let that Ooh, stop you. Give nice. me a call. I'm also Christian and I tithe. Well, and there so you go. I do, you know, so please, if you, I want to spread this message. I want to help people. And I've sensed that about you. This is a mission for you. This is a, something yes. that drives you because of your own personal experience and yeah. the hundreds of kids that you have worked with who have been affected by this yes. problem. I never, ever, ever want to hear of another kid committing suicide because uh, they were bullied. It just uh, rips my heart out. Right. And that's why I wrote this book. We have got to empower our youth because we need them desperately. Right. That's our future right there. Yeah, it is. Well, Jeannie, good on you. You're doing some good work. Thank you. Folks, bullyproofingyou.com is where you can find Jeannie Siskometh, an amazing ambassador for some good causes <laughs> and uh, just an all-around fun person. Glad you <laughs> were here you. today, Jeannie. <laughs> Everybody go out there and live on purpose.